Welcome to episode 10 of your personal podcast. For those who want more out of life, please rate, review and subscribe to your personal podcast. I'm Martin Hazy. I have an MBA, an entrepreneur, educator, CEO and former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Mim Romeo, 30 years of friendship, Mim is a corporate retailer, business coach and mentor, executive advisor and community leader. Mim, welcome to your personal podcast. Great to be here, Martin. And as usual, I'd like to thank all our listeners throughout the globe for tuning in to your personal podcast. And may I say, please keep sending in your feedback because it is valuable to us. How are you, Mim? How's your mindset? Oh, it's fantastic. I have a great week. But you know what? More importantly, Martin, is I always get excited about today because every week on this day, we do your personal podcast. So we are now, Mim, up to episode 10 of your personal podcast. We have achieved, with our listeners together, a milestone. Well, 10, some might think is not that great a deal, but I think 10 for us is fantastic. We are very committed to bringing... (laughs) I hope you were not committed. We are very committed. We are very committed. (laughs) I I was using some emphasis and some passion (laughs) to share with our listeners how committed we are to sharing our experience to help our listeners become the very best version of themselves. And in that, we're helping ourselves become even better and better and better. Correct. Well said. Because life is all about growth. Good on you. Good on you. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Mim. Yes, sir. (laughs) Episode 10 of your personal podcast. What's our topic? I've always wanted to do this and say this. This is about facing your fears. That's like a late night show, you know. Facing your fears. Mim, that reminds me of late night television at 1am when I was a kid. But it is an important subject, one that we shouldn't take lightly, and we're going to share our experiences on this very subject. Martin, facing your fears, what does that mean to you? Gosh, this is such a relevant topic because we're going to share lots of examples through our own personal lives about how we've overcome fear. Yes. And our listeners are going to have many examples in their own lives. Yes, they will. So we're going to provide some tools and tactics on how to overcome fear. But let's stare it in the eye. What is it? What is fear? What's it based on? Oh, let me give you an example off the bat. I remembered when I first got married, uh, myself and my wife wanted to buy our first home. And basically, we didn't really have a lot at that stage and we worked hard to buy our first home. You know, we... We got jobs, we worked, we went to the bank, got the loans, we got the keys to our first home. What was really ironic about that day is that up to that day, I was moving with confidence, with excitement, with, oh, it was just incredible. When I got the key, the key to the home, the first thing that popped into my mind is a bit of fear. Oh my God, how am I going to pay the mortgage? How am I going to keep this house? What do I need to do? I started to think about everything that I had never thought of before. Isn't that interesting? So that when you've got nothing to lose, you actually have less fear. Yeah. I'm just amazed. When I look back at it, the fact that we pursuing to buy homes and larger homes for our family and children, and then when when I got it, it was like my mindset changed for whatever reason. It just changed and thought... I'm starting to fear that I could lose this. Has that got something to do with attachment? Absolutely, because it became, when we got the home, it became part of our possession, part of 
in a sense, part of our identity in, in some respects. And all of a sudden I started thinking, how do I protect this? How do I make sure we don't lose this? You know, we want to be here. We want to live here. It, my mindset should have been, we got the first house. How do we get the second one? Isn't that interesting? Because when you meet people, they say, where do you live? Where do you live? And I don't think they're kind of asking that question because they're interested in geography. No. They're actually interested to know where do you live because it's part of your self-identity. Yeah. And I often find that a bit quizzical. That, like, hold on, don't you want to know about me? Don't you want to learn more about kind of how we're going to kind of relate with each other as opposed but to... But in, in some respects, Martin, that's a totally different subject in itself. But when we talk about facing your fears, for me, I realised at that moment that all of a sudden that I started to panic about what happens if I if I lose my job? What Thank happens if I, if I can't pay my mortgage? Are we going to lose this thing that we fought for? You know, it really, it started to enlighten me in sort of thinking, wow, where did this come from? Because we're ultimately a practical podcast where we're very interested in providing our listeners with the solutions. Yep. How do you overcome that then? So how do you overcome, it's almost like the fear of attachment. Yep. It, what I realised as I started to strengthen my confidence, because I believe personally in my life that what helped me overcome those fears was having more confidence having more confident in, in being able to achieve greater things. But what I did and what I needed at that time, I found people around me who were able to, in my eyes, have achieved lots more than I had. I could see the confidence. I could see their attitude. I could see their, their, their pathway forward. But I was being held back because of the very fear that I was going to lose this thing that I finally got. Mim, in my experience, an antidote to that is to actually just set another goal because it's kind of – this gets a little bit into how the human mind works. Again, last week we spoke about mindset, very connecting. We did. So let's say, for example, we have – and it could be we could be a swimmer and we've achieved our personal best in 100 metres. It could be that we're a couple and we've bought our first home. It could be a multitude of examples, right? Once you've achieved it, Celebrate it. Pat yourself on the back. Celebrate the successes. But then set another goal. Find another hill to climb. And do you know why, Mim? Because it keeps you looking forward, not looking back. And I think fear can grab us and grip us. It certainly can hold us. When we look back. It certainly can. But what I found in my journey, it wasn't so much setting another goal. It's about understanding how I went from this confident, aspiring, young person to get the first home into this person who started to fear everything was going to be taken away. So how did, how did you overcome it? I started to acknowledge. I started to realise there's something st- happened here. I wasn't totally aware of. How and did- I, went, I went to find people who could help me, people who I could trust, people who I knew had my best interest at heart, and I shared my very inner emotions with them. Okay. So what advice did they give you? They said, Mimo, Mim, they said, it's normal. They went through the very same thing. And they said the way we overcame it is that we started to think, why start to fear what you're going to lose instead of start to celebrate what you can gain? Because you had nothing, you got something. Keep that same journey. Stay on that same train track. Don't look to the right or the left. Understand that what you achieved is sensational, 
but you can achieve so much more. Don't allow those thoughts to enter your mind to be able to start to think that the very thing you fought for and were driven to is all of a sudden someone's going to come along and just take it. Because we do attract what we think about. We do. It's, it really, I found that in my life that if I couldn't shake that off, it would have been a disaster for me. I would have been held back. The very thing that I thought I succeeded in became my very stumbling block. Here's another question. Do we fear failure? Do we fear success? Or can we fear both? Look, fearing failure is probably easier to accept than fearing success. Why? Because when you start to draw a line in the sand and you start to commit and and make a statement that you're going to succeed, I'm going to buy the building or I'm going to get that promotion or I'm going to achieve that sales result or I'm going to keep uh, you know, run that marathon you've basically you've basically made a statement that you said there's no room for failure here i'm going to do it and that's really putting yourself out there on the ledge when why you, when you say it publicly that's right because why people are automatically going to look at you and think i'm going to see if he does it and that comes with a lot more pressure than if you said look i don't know i might get that first time but there's chances i could fail generally that's probably acceptable. So it's easier to accept failure than success. Why? Because that fear of success is far greater. Why? Because then you put a, you build a, a foundation and a platform that success builds success, builds success, and your mind doesn't have any opportunity to think of failure. But in that, there's a lot more pressure. And it doesn't mean that we're being Pollyanna. No. It, it doesn't mean that you're not going to experience obstacles along the way. We're not suggesting that. No. But what we are suggesting, Mim, you've got to keep looking forward. And you know what I call that, Mim? I call that burning the bridge. Yeah. So that when you've crossed the wooden bridge, torch it. I saw. Because you saw. can't go back, Mim. Yeah, you can't. And in life, like this is what I love we come from a country for our many listeners around the world. Mim and I live in Australia. And on the national coat of arms, there are two animals which many people would know. One is the kangaroo. The other is the emu. Do you know what is common to both of those animals? I'm going to let you tell the listeners because I don't want to take all the, all the conversation out. Mim, they can't walk backwards. A kangaroo cannot go backwards and emu cannot go backwards. Really? Yes. Now I've learned something. I think that is magnificent. It is. Look, when you look at life itself, you know, you said burning the bridge. I say bridging the gap, the gap between fear and success, fear and confidence. You know, there's, you know, those two words are so far apart but so close. So, you know, we, we, you know one of the things I say, that a little bit of fear is good. It's like a bit of competition is good. But... Too much fear holds us back. Too much confidence can maybe take us down a path that's not so successful. Well said. But bridging the gap and bringing those two closer where you manage your future a lot better. But, Mim, I also sense, and I've seen it in myself, I've seen it in others. I'm not sharing anything here that I haven't lived myself, Mim, is that fear of success can be more... It can be exciting, but sometimes fear of failure can be more powerful. So you've got to work your way through that. And the only way, in my experience, to work your way through fear of any type is action, even if it's incremental. Yeah, look, we talk about 
you know, fear and success and, you know, what you're suggesting. But let's move to a maybe more challenging subject, health. When we talk about facing your fears around health, Martin, you know, there was times in my life where I've, you know, I was playing some sport and I broke some bones. You know, I had a a knee operation, elbow operation. And at those moments when you have those accidents, a myriad of thoughts comes to mind. Am I going to be able to walk again? Am I going to be able to move again? You know, there's there's a, a flood of thoughts come through. And what I learnt is not so much the fear itself or the accident, but I thought, if I don't control my mind, if I don't have a positive mindset to understand that I can, with the right resources and the right support, move forward, in this particular situation, I realised that my it wasn't the physical repair that I had to look after. It was my mindset that was critical to my recovery. You know, really interesting. Do you know what comes to mind? I mean, our last episode of your personal podcast, we were shit talking about movies. Remember the movie? <laughs> Did you say shit talking? <laughs> it sounded like that. I apologise to the listeners, but anyway, you continue what you're saying. I'm sure your mother would have once told you to rinse your mouth out with soap. I just, it just, <laughs> I apologise if I've misunderstood, but you continue. Well, you certainly did misunderstand, and I'm going to slide a bar of soap across the table. <laughs> Mim, remember the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yes, I do. Where Brad Pitt and Angelina yes. Jolie. I watched that movie. They're showing each other their scars yes. from basically their battles and their fights and yep. everything else. But it's kind of like a bit of an analogy of life, isn't it? We all do incur a few scars and battles as we go along, don't we? Yeah, you might have a drink because it sounds like you've got something in your throat. But again, in terms of what you're saying, through, through, through life's journey, I can tell you through life's journey, in my life's journey, there has been moments in my life that I have to say I looked at situations from a fear perspective, but as I matured, as I understood as I started to concentrate on my mind, that what I found was most and all of those occasions I was able to move forward. Why? Because I turned the fear aspect into my strength and confidence. I didn't look at that as holding me back. I looked at it as an opportunity for me to move forward. But I needed to have the right resources and the right people behind me, with me, walking with me, to get to where I needed to go. So, well said. Fear breeds doubt. How do you dispel or eradicate doubt? Having conversations with people you trust, with people you know, people who have the right experience and understanding to be able to help you through that particular moment. Because we all in our life have come across times where a bit of fear has entered. Now, what I found in my life, having the right people around me helped me overcome those fears. I remember something you said, Mim, in one of our podcasts. Well, that's good. I remember a number (laughs) of things that you say in our podcasts. (laughs) Is you said that in your darkest hour, I asked you a question. Yes, you did. Several podcasts ago about tell our listeners about your darkest hour. Now, we're not going to go into that now, but I remember what you said. You said, you said to yourself 
I'm better than this. Yes. Now, that strikes to the heart of one really important word which I'd like to share with our listeners, Mim, belief. You believed that you were better than the circumstances which you were surrounded in at that point in time through no fault of your own. That's right. Right. Now, to me, that that builds strength. That builds resilience. That builds character. But that comes from belief. You believed, Mim, that you were better and stronger than the circumstances in which you were present. And I can tell you what the what was underpinning that is I knew I had the confidence to get myself out of where I was, not by myself. But you wouldn't have had the confidence if you didn't have the belief. That's right, but they're both hand in hand. Confidence brings belief. Belief strengthens confidence. True, true. So I knew that I had the people around me, the right resources to be able to call upon to help me through that journey. And the key was I was not going to allow the circumstance which had turned into fear, going to hold me back to where I knew I could get to. And again, as I was maturing, I started to have a better understanding. I started to know that the key to life is making sure our mindset is at a point where you have to understand that you have the ability to achieve everything you set Sometimes you might need help. Sometimes you might need certain resources. Sometimes you might need patience. But let me tell you, you will get to your destination. Do not allow a situation to define you. Move forward with confidence and knowing that fear is just another word as a stumbling block that will stop you from achieving what you need to do. A great quote from Franklin D. Roosevelt. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Yeah, it's true. They're just the word fear. You'd think about it. If people think of the word fear, it's four letters. And yet those four letters have so much impact on people's lives that it's amazing. That let's turn fear and bring it to confidence. Confidence will build belief. Belief will create a pathway to succeeding and overcoming that very stumbling block that's been holding you back for quite some time. Okay, but let's say you are paralysed by fear. Something's happened in your life, and this happens to all of us, whereby it just seems so big it's overwhelming and you can't you can't see the wood from the trees. And as Bear Grylls said, I love quotes, when you're going through hell, keep going. That's true. Look, just in that example, I'll give, me, I'll give you another example of my life. In my 20s, I was asked to do a presentation, okay? Present, people say, what's so big about a presentation? I had never stood in front of a group of people in my life to present anything, yet I was a confident person. I was a person who knew I could achieve, climb Mount Everest if I had to. But this person said, I want you to do a presentation for 10 minutes. And I mentioned this in the early podcast. Fear came upon me like a whirlwind. I was anxious. I panicked. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to have to stand in front of a group of people and present something that I'm not sure if I could deliver correctly. I started to doubt everything I had in me. But what got me through it is my principles and values, and you mentioned 
we mentioned it so many times, the principles and values of how we live, I said to myself, if someone's asked me to do something, then they've seen something in me that maybe I don't know. I'm going to give it a go. Why? People are going to be standing around next to me. I'm going to be doing the presentation. No matter how it ends up, I'm going to do it no matter how panicked I am. I've just got to do it. My principles and values won't allow me not to. And I did it. It was a disaster. (laughs) I spoke for about three minutes, five minutes, and it was just terrible presentation. I walked away not feeling that great, but what I did walk away with is being thankful that I at least gave it a go. Well, looking at you now, I find that very hard to believe, but that's because you persisted and you kept going. I had a very similar experience, and I think many of our listeners would agree. Isn't it interesting when you talk about fear, people say, what's your biggest fear? Yeah. Public speaking. Yeah. Wow. So many people say it. I was exactly the same. Mim, at one point in my life, I stood on a stage in Paris in front of the United Nations in front of an auditorium full of thousands of people with four million people watching online. I remember that year. And delivered a speech at COP21 in Paris in December 2015, eight years ago. And it was a great speech. And for any listeners want to hear that, you can Google that and see you. If you'd asked me 20 years before that whether I would be able to do that, Mim, I would have possibly had a meltdown in yeah. front of you. I, would have, I wouldn't have even been able to fathom it. But here's the lesson. By breaking things into digestible chunks, and I remember in the early days, Mim, when I was building my retail business and people would say, would you like to come and talk to my team about your leadership style yep. and how you go about doing this? My first reaction was, oh, gosh, I'm not sure if I could. I always said yes. And in small groups, I always said yes. It just enabled me to become better at what I did. Build your confidence. Build your belief. 20 years later, I could stand in front of an auditorium of many thousands of people and deliver those types of speeches. It comes in small increments. That's right. And that's the greatest encouragement we'd like to share with our listeners. When you're overwhelmed, take a piece out of the problem and act. Take another piece out of the problem and act. Your confidence will grow. Your skills will grow. Your competencies will grow. And actually your fear will reduce. And what helped me is making sure that sometimes in those moments, find someone you trust. Find someone with the right skills, with the right knowledge, with the right understanding, and ask them to walk with you at that moment. And when you build that level of confidence and strength, then you can walk with someone else and help them. And hopefully over time we get so many people assisting each other that fear does not become a stumbling block. Fear becomes less relevant in people's lives and we find ways of achieving what we need to do. So, Mim, I'm going to go back to that. Why are people fearful of success? It's, 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 we're all human, Martin, and when you start to say, I am going to run that marathon, for example – then you've made a statement that there's no coming back from. You've said that you're going to do it. You know, so at the end of the day, there's more pressure on you from achieving results than not. Where most, you know, I remember in my early days, I would always be a bit ambiguous about what I was going to do. Could, maybe, if not, I'm not sure. I got to a point where I said, I will, and I will do this, and I will achieve this. And I gave that earlier example, an earlier podcast, where we talked about that loyalty program where the store was doing six openings in a day and I said I'll do a hundred 
and we achieved it. I started to build that confidence, that belief, that understanding that if I put my mind to it, I would succeed. Now, that takes years and years and years of confidence, of strength. It doesn't mean that I was there from when I was born, but I can tell you now, I have no fear in achieving things. I just put a plan together and I work on it. But, Mim, we also live in a society where we want to kind of have a fast track towards over prob- overcoming our problems. Like we kind of do live in a expectation of today's society that I, I've got the tools, I can fix it, and I can fix it tomorrow morning. Patience is the virtue, they say. I say, in my life, it takes time to transform our programming of ourselves a bit like a computer. Unless you upgrade the software... You're going to get the same thing coming out. So what I need to do is transform and tra- and reprogram my attitude, my mind. I found in everything in life for myself, my mind was the most critical. The physical side, the everything else, yep, I've got to work on. But if I had a strong mind and a strong outlook, I had a better, I got more out of life and I had a better outcome. Really, really encourage our listeners to Get on top of niggling fears. Now, a little bit of fear is actually not a bad That's thing. Because right. a, a little bit of fear can motivate you. Yeah. A little bit of fear can energise you. It can a protect li- us. It can protect us. And that's yeah. where fear came from. Yeah. You know, we would have we would we'd have been eaten by dinosaurs that's if we right. didn't have fear. But look at this, if you go across a, a six lane highway, you know, if you don't have no fear, you're gonna get hit by a car. That's so correct. A bit of fear is good in our life. Why it keeps us in tune and protects us and keeps us healthy and strong. That's right. So everything in moderation. That's right. And I like that saying. Everything in moderation can actually be healthy. Yeah. However, if you don't keep fear in check and it begins to grow, fear turns into anxiety yep. and anxiety can go further. And then you get panic attacks and then all of a sudden you forget the absolutely vision you had in life. And, you know, when I look at myself in those early days, again in that home example – I started to get some panic attacks as well, you know, how am I going to handle all this? So I realized that in life, it does take time to get to where we need to go. But I can assure you, there are people around, as they were for me, as they were for you, Martin, they're there for everyone, right across the globe. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Episode one of your personal podcast continues to be listened and downloaded by our listeners right around the world on a very regular basis. And I think there's a very good reason for that, Mim, because in many of the discussions that you and I have shared where we share our life experience with our listeners, we often talk about the imperative, not the need, not the want, not the maybe, the imperative to surround yourself with people who have done it or are doing it and have lived it. And you know one thing that I learnt in my life that Mentors. I really appreciated, not so much not so much in that respect, but what I really appreciated is sometimes when I was going through a bit of a challenge that people I trusted and knew just sat with me. Had a coffee, didn't say much, just sat. And just in that in that moment, it strengthened me. You know, sometimes we gotta understand and I understood that it's not about always giving advice. It's sometimes about just being there and that strengthens us to be able to overcome the very fear that's holding us back. If we fear it, Mim, are we more likely to attract it? I don't, look, there, a lot of, there's a lot of views on that. I just say this to myself. If I need to achieve a result, 
I'm not going to allow fear anymore to stop me from getting there. What I am going to do is work a way of how to achieve it. You know, some things, there's three things I really grew over time to understand. Firstly, I started to understand to list the fears that I believed at that time were relevant to my life. Then I basically said, what will it take to overcome these fears? What do I need to do? What resources do I need to gather? And then I just applied that to my life and I realized that by doing that, I had less things to worry about in terms of fear and I had more things to celebrate. Take action. Make that hard phone call. Have that discussion which you've been avoiding. Break problems into smaller pieces and address the piece. It doesn't matter which piece, address a piece. Take confidence from the fact that you've actually taken action, then take take action again. Suddenly mountains can be shrunk. They can be shrunk to molehills. That's right. And that's usually where they belong. We've got to get our problems and our fears and our anxieties under control because they rob us from enjoying the juice of life. And it is hard it is hard to be able to to do that. I'm not saying that everyone's going to wake up in the morning. I didn't wake up the next morning at that time with the home and think all oh, the answers there or in, in when I went through the the health issue went or work issue. I worked I worked through it. I actually understood that it takes time to transform our mind, our body, our everything to be in the right place at the right time at the right moment. Well said, Mim. A quick sum up for our listeners. Three takeouts where our listeners can take action to overcome their fears. Okay, I'll repeat them again because you obviously didn't hear them two minutes ago. The first thing is I list the fears. Secondly, I basically ask myself, what will it take to overcome those fears? And then I find the resources, whatever I need, and I apply them to my life. And that's what helped me get to where I am today. And unlike you, Mim, I think believing <laughs> having a great attitude is so important. <laughs> confidence, healthy confidence with a, with a mind of motivation to understand that you're not only doing it for yourself. See, my goal in life, Martin, is not to put myself on a pedestal, is but to inspire and help others to be able to overcome those very things that I call stumbling blocks, which many would call fear, that are preventing them from achieving more out of life and having a happier and healthier life. As a great man said, good on you. Good on you. (laughs) I hope that today's discussion on overcoming your fears, facing your fears, has given our listeners, Mim, some practical takeouts on how to break fears down into smaller parts Take action, address them, and live a fulfilling life. Absolutely. And Martin, it's been a great conversation today, and we've only just touched the surface today. But hopefully our what we've shared, what we've talked about, what we've explained is really going to inspire many people throughout the globe to be able to do something to change their life today.